Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial when you go to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Once again, that is audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. My name is Fred Kep. I'm the host of the Teacher Recharge podcast. And just recently, I found out what the actual meaning of clout is. I don't know. Maybe you should look it up. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Let's get it going. What's up, Teacher Recharge listeners? Welcome back to another edition of the Teacher Recharge podcast, the only podcast on the internet hosted by an Orange Theory fitness coach slash high school soccer coach slash little girls club soccer coach slash motivational speaker slash weirdo. That's me, Fred Kapp. <laughs> And today we have a fantastic episode for you. It features Michelle Gano. She's a teacher, wife, mother, motivational speaker, and the author of the inspirational book for teachers, Look Beyond the Clouds. She's on a mission to bring positive change to schools everywhere by helping teachers transform their daily habits to overcome burnout and find joy in teaching again. Now, this is such an important topic to bring up, the topic of burnout and how we deal with that So I think you're going to really enjoy today's episode and hopefully you take a lot from it. So without further ado, enjoy the episode with Michelle Gano. Hello, Teacher Recharge listeners. We are back at it again with the dope episodes. We have an awesome guest, Michelle Gano. How in the flip are you doing today? I am doing awesome. Thank you. And I love your energy. Hey, that is <laughs> me 30% of the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, uh, where are you coming to us from? So I am in New Jersey in a small town in the middle of a little farmland, Pittstown. Okay, sweet. And <laughs> you currently teach as well, yes? I do, yes. Right. What are you teaching? So I teach third grade and I have oh. most of my kids are ESL students. So oh. that's a fun little twist. So yeah, that's my group of kids right now. Do you speak a different language then? I don't, but I wish I did. Okay. They're honestly teaching me. It's really cool. Okay. So it's like they they love it when you try to like to yeah. try to speak it. And when yeah. you answer them in Spanish, they're like, oh my gosh, she speaks Spanish. It's like, yes. it's just I just know the phrase. Yeah. And so <laughs> but, are you? Are you originally from New Jersey then? or I'm not. I'm actually originally from New York. And then I recently, well, like three years ago, I moved here because my husband lived here. And so that's kind of where we ended up. Sweet. So like, where's the, where's the accent though? I I feel like I don't, I don't hear thick New York. I know. I know. You know what? I went to school in Pennsylvania, so I lost my accent there. Okay. But a lot of people say that. They used to make fun of me and rip me on it all the time. Oh, that's <laughs> but awesome. now, yeah, now um, I definitely don't have it. So, yeah, awesome. <laughs> so I've, I've lost it over the years. Okay. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what are you doing? Uh, why are you doing it? Like, what, what makes you you? So I am a teacher, as you know, but oh. I also kind of came off of a really rough 
exhausting school year. And I was just super defeated and super down and just feeling burnout. And that's like a word that's always thrown around with teaching. And, and I was like, other teachers have got to be feeling this way. And I love to write. And so I kind of like healed over one summer of like writing. And I would just write down all my experiences and just kind of like brainstorm like ways of looking at everything in a positive light, just to see like, okay, how can I like get myself back and recharged for next year, you know, and just kind of get myself pulled together pretty much. And so I kind of came up with all these little habits that I implemented in my own life. And I was like, you know what, this is something that could really help other teachers. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited about it. And so I kind of just put it all together into a book. And it's it's nice too, because it's not all about teaching, like all my experiences from like service trips and just like outside of teaching too. So it's kind of like a life book, but just for teachers. So that's kind of where I came to writing this book. And, And so it's so fun to now be sharing it with everyone and hoping that everyone kind of gets as much out of it as I have. And and what is the name of that book? It is called Look Beyond the Clouds. And title, I was, I know this sounds super cheesy, but I love it. I was in a plane one time and it was a really crummy day, kind of like today. I don't know how it is by you, but it was really cloudy and gross and rainy. and, And we were in the plane and we went piercing through the clouds and all of a sudden it was like the brightest, biggest sunshine uh, on the other side. And I was kind of like, looking out outside the window. And I was like, that's pretty amazing that even beyond those clouds, there's sun, there's hope, there's thing like there's positive vibes beyond them. And so it's kind of this whole thing that I ran with. And I just kind of loved that concept because now I can like look at the sky and be like, okay, there are going to be hard things in life. There are going to be clouds, but there's also positivity beyond it. And there's hope beyond it. That's awesome. Yes. I'm getting my master's in sports psychology. And one of the things that in in the book they were talking about was, was the idea that positivity, like being optimistic is actually a choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people want to say, Oh, I'm just a negative person or, Oh, I'm just a positive person. But at the end of the day, we choose that we choose Mm -hmm. to, to, I mean, like to be able to think to myself, yeah. Or like you thinking like, yeah, there there are going to be hard times, but also like there are good times and keep going. There's going to be good times eventually. I Mm -hmm. think that's that's such an important thing. Let me ask you this though. Monday comes up, you're getting ready to go into the week. What are you doing? Do you have any rituals or anything that gets you set up? to make the biggest impact possible during the week? So honestly, I just like to stay super like organized and just declutter my mind. So because if we're cluttered and a hot mess, then that's going to show in the classroom. <laughs> and there are days where it happens, but for, for the most part, we can pull ourselves together. So yeah, I really like to just, I'm like a big list person and I just write out everything that is like worries or things that I need to do. And I just kind of categorize it and prioritize it. So I'll be... I I literally circle it and write out like, okay, this is number one, two, three, and just kind of like figure out the baby steps to get each of those goals done. So whether it's stuff at home or in the classroom, which will be starting up soon. So it just kind of helps me get organized. And again, just another thing is like just always focusing back on the good. And that's kind of every day, not just on Mondays. I have a thing that I like to do every night at dinner. My husband and I sit down and we talk about the three good things that happened to us that day. So it kind of forces me during the day to focus on those things as opposed to like 
all the things that you want to like cry about (laughs) and whine about, you know? So it's like, we'll talk about those like bad things, but then we'll kind of end with the good and say, okay, well, what were the three good things from your day? And that's kind of a nice focus for our dinner conversations. I love that. I love that. And I just, I just realized I I let you off the hook at the moment (laughs) because I've forgotten to do the minute intro and we oh, no. do it anyways. <laughs> You're going to do it anyways. Right everyone. now. Do not fear. <laughs> it is a lightning round. It's not a minute intro. I'm ready. Anymore. It's just a lightning round because I missed the intro portion. It's all good. So <laughs> that's super cool though. I want, I want to touch on that really quick before we go into to this okay. lightning round that I have now named it because <laughs> the, the idea that you get through a day and no matter how hard it is, you have to train your mind to Mm -hmm. say no but there was at least three good things that happened yeah and I have like a post-it on my desk too in work Mm -hmm. and like I'll literally jot down things as they happen Mm -hmm. because so many times it's like you appreciate it for the second and then you you forget about it so even like during lunch I'll kind of like look at the list and be like oh yeah that was kind of funny or things like that so it it is like a good reminder especially because our minds are yeah. All over the place during the day. So it's Definitely. nice to just have that little post-it there. To That's focus. so cool. And then, and then the other thing that you said, and I really wanted to ask about this, is mm-hmm. you say you list your worries. <laughs> so, so things like, I guess, like things that have been on my mind and that are kind of weighing me down. Because mm-hmm. again, I like to write and get things out of me. So mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's not going to like erase it from my mind. But if at least I can like acknowledge it and see it on paper, then I can say, okay, like I can handle that worry, you know, like, yes, I'm worrying about it, but I can handle it and, and maybe take steps to handle it. That's so interesting. If I can figure out what's making me anxious, the the Mm -hmm. idea of being anxious is like anxiety is our fight or flight mode. So our mind Mm -hmm. is like turning off to everything else. And so by saying, you know, first off, just by saying I'm anxious, you're making that fight or flight mode. Oh, I have to think about this. And then Mm -hmm. if I am able to name what actually is making me anxious, like, oh, my dog sitting that way is making me anxious. That's never going to happen because my dog's (laughs) the flipping best. But anyway, just saying like, Oh, well, that's making me anxious. Now my mind is like, okay, well, that's that's there. Mm-hmm. How do we deal with it now? So now I'm thinking logically, yeah. which means that's why, like, when you write or when you say that, like, oh, this is my worries, kind of like chills it out because now you're not in fight or flight mode. You're in this is Fred being a big like how to like take nerd. action. <laughs> this is Fred being a big <laughs> big nerd mode. But yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's such a cool thing. And I really like that idea for our listeners out there because I've done that Mm -hmm. in the past couple weeks, even just like being able to figure out what is that worry and why is it there? And can we just name it and just put it out there and say, look, I am, I am anxious about this. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're (laughs) almost, we're almost at the break here, but what I want (laughs) to do really quick is this lightning round. And then I want to ask one question before we go to the break. So we're going to go through this right now. Uh, Let me pull up the questions, and here we go. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, on a scale of one to 10, how funny would you say you are? Oh, God. (laughs) Well, I think a 10, but no one else thinks a 10. (laughs) My students students think I'm really funny, though, so I, I hang on to that. That's good. That's good. Where, uh, what was your first job? A babysitter. Oh, wow. How many yeah. language? Oh, we already answered that one. Wow. Look at that. What is your favorite family holiday tradition? Oh, 
I love Thanksgiving. It's a big one with all my cousins. We all come together and do like Black Friday shopping with the girls. The boys all play hockey. So hockey. Whoa! Yeah, explain. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Because <laughs> That, that, okay, that'll be the end of that because every time every time we, I do one of these lightning rounds, there's always a question that I want to hear more on. So you're in New Jersey right now. Yes, I am. Family Is your family in New York? Yeah, so they're all in New York. Um, and, uh, and- so hockey's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not by you? <laughs> well, I mean, we have a team here, but I will say people just going out and playing hockey, that's not a thing. Here. Not happening? Nah. Okay. Nah. <laughs> Especially in my hometown. I'm from a desert. I'm from the desert of Texas. So that's definitely not happening. Bro. <laughs> that's so cool though. So your whole family, like the boys go yeah, out. So and- like the morning Black Friday, we yeah. like all the girls and we don't take it very seriously. We just, well, we take it very seriously with like our attire. We all look alike. Right. Like we <laughs> get all decked out, but, but we're not really too worried about like the sales and stuff. <laughs> it's right. more just a fun thing. So all the girls go shopping and then all the boys go to just like a local school and play hockey outside and just kind of like casual. Play, okay, so they play like in the in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. I was imagining. Like I was imagining oh, no. your whole family like oh, no. <laughs> on a lake. On I'm a so lake, sorry to disappoint. And it's snowing, <laughs> and they're just playing. Let's go like, with that. That sounds. And cool. they're talking like people. In, in in Canada, like, oh, pass me the puck, eh? I'm sorry. And for everybody <laughs> listening in Canada, that was so bad. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, I love Canadian. Anyways, awesome. So right before the break, though, I do want to ask yes. one super important question that I always yes. ask every guest because every guest that I bring on seems perfect. But then <laughs> you're human, so you make mistakes. I want to know about one of those mistakes. I want to know something that you failed at, and then how, what did you do to react to that? How did you react to that failure? Okay. So I I feel like I touched on it a little bit before, but I honestly felt like I failed when I had that year that like really tore me down. And it was just like, I just felt defeated and exhausted from just like giving my all to my class and my students and everything like that. And just feeling like I wasn't making progress. And what I realized was I was making progress. It's just things are going to happen at their own pace. So like with like a certain student or situation, like that's kind of just where my mind went as soon as you asked that question. Just right. like even even if you think you're not making time, maybe maybe the metric that you were measuring yourself with what mm-hmm. wasn't fair to you. Yeah, you were you weren't putting in a it maybe a factor of the kids and yeah, their like growth, their speed of growth. Yeah, and there's one student in particular that I'm thinking of that like. He had a lot of um, anxiety and a lot of emotional behavioral situations because of his like terrible home life. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I was making no progress with him. But then like all of a sudden months later, he started showing me signs of like, okay, I, I do trust you. I like, you are helping me, you know? And so like some of what's that phrase? It's like um, the kids who need the most love show it in the most unloving ways. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like, it was like a battle the whole, like for months. And then finally it just kind of all like came together and was like, okay, all of that work made it worth it. You know, all those sleepless nights and worrying about him and 
it all that, worked out. That's awesome. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I think it was uh, – we had a guest on, on the show. I think it was CJ Reynolds. That's our, our season two, episode one, if if anybody listening to this wants to, wants to check it out. But he he kind of brought up the thought of like, you know, when, when – I think it was him. I feel like it may have been someone else. So I don't know. Anyways, you should go. Let's do it. Anyways, someone I was talking to uh, <laughs> brought up the thought of this idea that when teachers enter into a, into a school – they, they, because of like movies and stuff, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. writers and, and like different movies like that, we all feel like we have to make that bigger, like we have to go in and mm-hmm. basically change these kids' lives, which is cool. That's awesome. But if that is your metric, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen yeah. that way, you know, because right. it's not a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and that's not saying amazing things can't happen. Obviously, you say like, oh, he starts to show sh- signs that like you're getting to him and stuff. That's great, but it took a little mm-hmm. bit of time. Oh yeah, <laughs> it takes that patience. So I think Definitely. I think realizing that and and kind of changing the way we think about things like that is so so important. And I, I'm really glad that you sh- shared that little story with us. Speaking of story time, though, we're gonna go take a little break, and we will be back with story time. For you, the listeners of the Teacher Recharge Podcast, Audible is offering a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook download to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Whenever I have a guest on the show, I ask them for a recommendation. So, Michelle, what book would you recommend? Oh, that's easy. Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Okay. Wow, that was easy. (laughs) If you would like a free audiobook download of Miracle Morning or any of the other 180,000 titles that they have to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, you can just go to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Once again, that is audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. And when you do that, not only do you support the show, but you get a good read out of it as well. Back to the show. back on the interview with Michelle Ganell and guess what time it is Michelle story time yeah oh shit. <laughs> did you hear that everybody oh my god I don't have to sing today that's amazing oh that's the, you're the first guest ever that's actually done that that's so cool awesome um, you tell me when I'm here <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> okay so it is story time it's my favorite part of the entire week this is the part of the show if this is the first time you've ever listened to us by the way, welcome. Thank you. Fill out a comment card. Leave it in the pew. And then <laughs> and this is the part of the show where I shut up because I know I need to shut up from time to time. A faux show. And I let the guests tell whatever story they want. It could be sad. It could be happy. It could be comedic, motivational, downright depressing. I don't really care. That's not up for me to decide. I just want to hear a story. So, Michelle, it's story time. Take it away. All right. So I have so many, so it's hard to pick, but I kind of touched on the student that I mentioned before. um, And he kind of was my story time. But since I talked about him already, I have something else I want to share with you, if that's okay. So in my book, there's a part about a red balloon versus blue balloon. And you're probably thinking I'm crazy or celebrating a birthday, but I'm not. So what I want you to picture is a big garbage bag um, full of blue balloons. And they're all moving upward in an upward, upward like 
direction. And all of a sudden, there is a red balloon that's filled with water. And that is then placed in the bag. And that red balloon illustrates negative people and people who try to bring you down. And that whole bag would then descend because Mm -hmm. the negative person is kind of just like changing the mood of the whole place. So those blue balloons are those positive people who help each other, support each other and kind of work together towards a common goal. And that red balloon is the person who really does impact the whole culture and climate of your school. And so I love this story because it's such a visual that you can use and you immediately start thinking of people in your own life and in your school. Okay. Oh my God, that's a blue balloon. Oh, that's a red balloon. And it's just good to also just kind of ask yourself and be honest. Like, are you red? Are you blue? And my suggestion is to try to identify who the blue balloons are and then spend time with those people because you are who you spend time with. And that's what I've learned. And so at my work, I've found these few colleagues of mine that I just absolutely adore and they are so positive and we can bring challenges to each other, but then we end up laughing and we're like, okay, well, this is how we can fix it or a solution. And so it's kind of like a nice way to just make sure you're spending time with people who are going to lift you up and not the people who are going to be like, Oh, what a day, you know, <laughs> and kind of like bring it down. And, and, and again, it we're human. So there are going to be days that are rough, but if you can kind of be mindful of that at work and at home, I think that's a helpful little thing. To that's know. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you said you are who you spend time with. Mm-hmm. And you said, because we're human. Well, technically by your logic, I'm not really human. The only thing I spend time with is my dog. <laughs> and that's I'm okay just kidding. Too. I'm just kidding. I'm okay just... Too. Well, dogs are easily blue balloons. So that's. Yeah, that's, that's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. I was just no. snuggling up with mine before. I was like, oh, can you come with me to the podcast interview? You're right? so snuggly. <laughs> you should have. Oh, that would have been awesome. Anyways, being, in all seriousness, I'm so sorry. I just, I oh, heard that totally and I was fine. like, so I'm a dog then. No. Uh, <laughs> but, but I love that illustration. And and the idea of like as a teacher, for example, because uh, obviously colleagues, and we kind of even touched on that a little earlier about mm-hmm. you know um, optimism versus negativity. But as a teacher, obviously we have to look out for for colleagues and stuff. But then, as far as far as those students, how are you? How are you? I mean, I feel like it's probably fairly easy to recognize them. But how do you go about kind of? lifting them up and showing them the importance and and that positive positivity is actually a choice for them. Well, I think honestly just modeling it for them, like just being like the example because a lot of kids at home might not see that. And so you kind of have to be that person who shows them, okay, like when I'm stressed out with my like class or just in general, I like verbalize that to them. I say, okay, guys, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I need a minute. I let's all take a minute to just take a few deep breaths together. If you're, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling the same way, join me. If you're not, then just take a quick break, you know, and just kind of like acknowledging that you're the model. Um, and also just like giving those kids like the love and that they need. Because again, like sometimes they might not be getting it at home, um, especially like in the school that I work. So, and it's going to be uncomfortable for them sometimes because they're not used to it. Like that student that I mentioned before, he, I would be pouring him love constantly and just reassurance that I'm there for him, but no one was ever there for him in his life. So he was like, okay, lady, like, yeah, people have said this before, but 
I don't believe you, you know? And so I had to like prove myself over and over again to him until he finally was like, Oh my God. Okay. She's like really not going to leave me alone. Like in a good way. Like she's going to like, (laughs) no, Um, that's all my students say. She's never going to leave me alone. alone. (laughs) But, um, no, but yeah. So like in a good way where Mm, like I'm there for him. So yeah. So I guess just kind of lifting them up in that way would help. Right. I, I think one other thing that you you've talked about now, but I don't think you maybe maybe you don't even realize you're doing it. But I think leading by example, obviously, super important. But also mm-hmm. matching that with showing them and instilling hope in them that mm-hmm. hey, like, the hope of of like hey, everything doesn't have to be negative. You know, yeah. like just telling them, look, I know you want to do this. Mm-hmm. But also, like, how am I this happy if what you're saying is true? <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah. If, what, if you're saying everything is negative, then h- how am I always this happy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying always this happy because we're human, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. like, the idea of, like, you just keep pushing it, that idea of, you know, this is possible and mm-hmm. come join me. This is possible. Yeah. Come join me. Eventually, they're right. going to okay, shut okay, up. I'll fine. join you. <laughs> Oh, God, you don't stop singing and dancing. Fine. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Sweet. Well, we are almost out of time. So a couple things first. I would like to ask you, is there anything you would like to plug if people want to ask you questions or follow your work? How can they do that? So on Instagram and Facebook, I have like a private group on Facebook. It's all look beyond the clouds community. So follow me on there. I also have a free download for your listeners. They can access on my website. So it's lookbeyondthecloudscom slash download. So just follow those little prompts and that will get you there. So that download is key concepts for developing a positive mindset. So just a few of my little things that are in my book. And I'm trying to think, and my book is on Amazon. Okay, sweet. And we'll have an, we'll also have links to all of that in the, uh, awesome. in the episode notes and, and description. So it'll be easier than ever to find that, which is great. Perfect. Also, final thing, this season, I'm asking the guest to provide the challenge for the week. This is a challenge that teachers can take into the week to help them make the biggest impact possible and maybe take a little bit of a positive mindset or a thought into the week that will set them up for success. So what is something that you would suggest that teachers take into this particular week? So I would say try the listing the three good things from your day each night, whether you talk it out with someone or just like think about it or write about it, um, whatever you're comfortable with. But I would say that would be a good one to try. Uh, We want to know how it goes. Michelle does. I want to know how it goes and I will keep her updated with it. All you got to do is just email me teacher recharge podcast at gmail.com. Once again, teacher recharge podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget about that audible trial at audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. And if you or anyone else that you know would be perfect for this show, go ahead, email me at that teacher recharge podcast at gmail.com. Again, well, Michelle, Thank you for coming on to the show today. It was a blast. And you brought so so many good things to this episode. Thank you. I loved having, having the time together. Awesome. Have a fantastic day.